We're going to update the Justin Fields injury. We're going to talk about that. Plus, we're going to talk about some of the players that played the best in yesterday's game and some of the worst aspects of yesterday's game. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. I'm the host here, Hayes, but more importantly, you guys can follow the channel at Shy Bears Central on every social media platform we happen to be on. With that being said, let's go ahead and get into the content for today. First up, Justin Fields apparently suffered what was a dislocated thumb in yesterday's game that took him out the rest of the games. Now, it was popped back in place. He's going to be getting an MRI today just to like make sure there's no additional damage or anything in there with that hand. And the, 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 the prognosis on this is actually pretty good for Justin Fields getting back on the field sooner rather than later. As long as there's no extra damage in there, he should be ready to go by next, week, next week's game. Now, they could also take some precautionary measures with him and have him out longer than that, maybe even sit out next week's game just to add some additional healing on that. But as long as nothing crazy is going on in there, we can probably expect to get Justin Fields on the on the field back as soon as next week. Now, we'll, get, we'll be monitoring that. If there's uh, an update on that at the course of the day that makes it either seem better or worse, you guys know we'll drop an emergency episode so we can talk to you about that. But yesterday's loss uh, to the Minnesota Vikings stuff. Right, It was a game in which there were some good things that we can take away from it, some positive play from some certain players. But overall, the Bears just didn't get the result right that we wanted. We didn't get a win, even though the defense really stepped up in a major way. But there were, there were some absolute reasons to walk away with some promising aspects of it. Right, First up, Deontay Foreman is going to be solid Right, with, with Khalil Herbert out. Uh, we act, honestly should have ran the ball a little bit more. Luke Getzey not getting more creative with the play calls, definitely played a, a part in that, in those struggles as well for the Chicago Bears. Um, but listen, the running game was on point. The pass protection was absolute dog shit ass trash, right? It just, it was. It was it was terrible. Um, Justin Fields was sacked four times. Bajent was sacked once. It, 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 it didn't look good at all. It just didn't. Now, you know, I, there are some aspects of it that we were looking on our way up on that offensive line in the last couple of games. But listen, that offensive line continues to be a struggle. Cody Whitehair and Lucas Patrick, both big parts of that as well, of those struggles in the negative aspect, and I'm tired of it. The Chicago Bears have to do something with their center position, and that position of need becomes more and more glaring every single day that goes by for the Chicago Bears. They got to tighten that up. Now, as far as you know, some other things that look pretty good uh, for the Chicago Bears, we can, Cario Santos, listen, I know C-Dub hates kickers, but Cario Santos has been on point this season, so I got to give some love to him. Because you don't have very many, right? Tremaine Edmonds and TJ Edwards both looking really solid in yesterday's game as well. Overall, the defensive improvement in yesterday's game was big and it was noticeable. This was a game in which, once again, uh, it, it goes back to like Chicago Bears history, right? You have an offense that just couldn't match the intensity and the performance that the defense was bringing in that game. And it was something that it, it was evident, right? The offense just didn't do their side of the job yesterday. And because of that, we didn't get the win, right? It was some other things that, that that went on with that, of course. But listen, like I said, Tremaine Edmonds and TJ Edwards were absolute dogs this season. It, it just was. Like, I listen, I love what these guys bring, right? TJ Edwards has been more consistent than, uh, than uh, Tremaine Edmonds to me. But listen, they have both brought in some really good good aspects to the team. And I know some Bears fans, they look at uh, Roquan Smith and they look at his ranking. Uh, he's been an elite linebacker this year. But listen. 
It wasn't going to, it was not going to, giving him $20 million wasn't going to change much of the outlook of this defense. I know a lot of Bears fans like to zero in on this, but getting Tremaine Edmonds and TJ Edwards for about the price, I think it's honestly a little bit less than what it would have cost to re-sign Roquan Smith. It, it's, it was a better decision. The be, the bad part of it is that we just have a defensive-minded head coach that is absolutely trash as a defensive-minded head coach. But then on top of that, the defensive backs in this game, they played solidly in this game, right? Kyler Gordon, Eddie Jackson, you know, coming back in, didn't really, you know, it, it, they didn't play the entire game, so they didn't play every single down. But, like, we continue to see growth from the secondary from the Chicago Bears, and this was another week of that, right? And so, yeah, of course, Justin Jefferson being out definitely helps that. They should have a, gr- a good performance with that level of wide receiver out. But listen, the defense as a whole just performed well for the Chicago Bears. And it is what it is. If the offense was able to make more plays, the Chicago Bears would have won that game. They just would have, in my opinion. And again, I'm not blaming it completely on the offense. There are some absolute dog shit aspects, especially about uh, our coaching that we're going to have to talk about. Justin Fields made some mistakes out there as well. But again, when you have an offensive line that you are that you have to run for your life in, and Tyson Bagent learned that quick. Now, he did get the ball out there quicker than Justin Fields. He was more decisive. They ran a kind of a different set of plays when Bajan was out there. But listen, some of the biggest losers from this week outside of Bears fans is the Chicago Bears coaching staff. L- listen, Luke Getze and Eberflus got to get the hell up out of town. Like, we got to run them up out of the city if it, if it comes down to it, because I tell you what, Luke Getze continues to be a terrible play caller. A terrible play caller. And I said it like this on the postgame show. It's, it's simply this, right? Coaching is the aspect that's supposed to bring things together. The players are on the field, and a lot of times we look at what the players bring They're elite athletes, and we like to blame it all on the players, right? But it's the coach's job to make that work as a well-oiled machine. The Chicago Bears ran the ball excellently uh, in last night's game. But one of the problems with that is is that as it went on, we, we became, we ran the most obvious running plays possible and didn't get creative and didn't help support that in an aspect of the game that we were actually winning the game with. Well, not winning because we didn't have the score, but at the end of the day, it, it just, there's so many aspects of that that it just, it sucks, man. It really does suck that this team continues to just be a struggle. And, you know, the the play calling, again, I don't want to blame it all on play calling because some of it is it, it has to be execution as well. But listen, Luke Getze's play calling is absolute atrocious. And it just is. And he doesn't help put a team that already has its own woes and issues going on. He doesn't put them in the best situation. He just doesn't. And so the 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 glaring issues with Luke Getze's play calling becomes more and more evident every single day, week that goes by for the Chicago Bears. When you look at this game, the Chicago Bears had more time of possession. They had more yards, right? They had more first downs. Our defense did its job in getting the Vikings off the field. They did it. Was it perfect, right? And we I talked about that with the offense in, in earlier weeks, right? The offense shouldn't have to be absolutely perfect just for us to win a game. There are going to be some mistakes in the defense. It had to be absolutely perfect for us to win that game last night by, if you, by the way that it, the offense looked. The offense was absolutely terrible. So when you are the Bears and you sit down with a with a defensive-minded head coach that the defense has been on a slide. Overall, they played better yesterday. I want to, but it hasn't. The execution hasn't been what it, what it should be. When you have a, a offensive coordinator that was brought in to lead the offense and change it with your weapon of Justin Fields, it doesn't look pretty good either. Now we also just got an oh, we just got an update. Well, according to NFL Network's Ian Rappaport, it looks like um, Justin Fields if they're that the X rays were negative. But there, there's some concern that Justin Fields is going to miss some some 
some time out there. So, so they still haven't released the MRI results exactly, but oh man. Uh, okay, so hey, take everything that I just said about Chester Fields potentially not being out as long. It seems like there is some serious concern there. This one, like I said, comes from NFL Network's Ian Rappaport, who reports that, oh, man. And so if there's any ligament damage done, which we already know, if there's ligament damage done, he's probably going to be done for the season. But, hey, that's an update for Ian Rappaport. He's not necessarily reporting that there is ligament damage, but there is some fear that he's going to miss some extended time. God damn it, man. Um, Jesus. All right, there it goes with that one. Um, But overall, with the Chicago Bears right now and the state that this team is in, uh, it's going to be a long season, man. We got 12 weeks of this left. Um, unfortunately, you know, when, when you look at it, um, the, the Bears didn't get the ball to DJ Moore enough, right? He only had one target, one reception in the first half. He had what, way more targets in the second half of this game. But overall, it's a struggle, man. We got some things that we need to tighten up. We got some things that we uh, need to improve on as a team if we hope to pull ourselves out of this. But right now, Listen, we can talk uh, about tanking and not. And there are some Bears fans that are absolute on the aspect of tanking and want to see this team tank. Hell, there are some people that think this Bears team is already tanking. Unfortunately, I don't think that they were. I think that they actually were trying to come into the season and win some games. But it's just not happening. It's just not happening. So at the end of the day, the Bears, they have some struggles, right? And, you know, you have some questions around Justin Fields, not just the health, but what the future of that's going to be like. The offensive line, you know, bringing back Tevin Jenkins and Nate Davis when Nate Davis went down as well in this game. But listen, some things are starting to become really clear. The, Matt, we have to move on from Matt Eberflus and Luke Getzey at the end of the season. I don't think you can really make much of an excuse to keep either one of these guys on. That's my personal opinion once again. I don't think you can make the excuse for that. I think it's time to move on from Matt Eberflus and Luke Getzey and bring in somebody who, uh, who, who can do more than what we expect, right? And we have to to have that at the end of the day man this is a struggle of a season for the bull for the bears for hopefully not for the bulls but that may be coming as well uh but uh man we got a win in week five we got 12 more weeks left we got a loss in week six the offense didn't keep up its forward progression we didn't run the ball well we ran the ball well but we didn't get as creative and didn't rely on that as much as we need to justin fields may have went down in this game there's a lot of negativity to the bears and i've told you said this to guys before People thought that it couldn't get any worse. It absolutely can get worse, and it may be getting worse for the Chicago Bears, man. Um, the offensive line didn't do much to protect it. Um, Justin Fields was blitzed on 52% of the possessions when he dropped back, 52%, and he was pressured on another 23%. Listen, at the end of the day, it's been a struggle for the Chicago Bears offense, and Luke Getze got to go, in my opinion. I know not everybody, no, I think everybody kind of shares that, uh, that thought with when it comes to the Chicago Bears, but man, uh, this season just was not the season that I was expecting it to be for the Bears. And I know a lot of Bears fans did expect it to still be struggling. Those guys end up being proven right. And if for it to correct, it's going to take a lot. And, you know, the question is starting to come down to it is that how much more time can you give Justin Fields, right? How much more time can you give it? And if Justin Fields does miss, miss extended time and this offense does look better with Tyson Bajan in it, that may signal that answer for Ryan Poles. And I'm not saying that it is. I'm not saying that they will move on from Justin. But I think that that likelihood of that becomes more and more likely the more that the Bears struggle, right? And I do think that, Bear, that Justin Fields is probably going to get more time. When you look at how much, how many years Trubinsky was given, for example, right? I think that they're going to try to, and Ryan Poles is going to try to correct weapons, correct coaching, uh, before they, tr they, continue, they consider making a move from Justin Fields. But Weirder things have happened in the NFL, man. And so I got to hear from you guys on this. 
What do you guys think as far as what is the time ticking now on Justin Fields as the quarterback of the Chicago Bears, whether he misses more time or not at the end of the season? How confident are you in Tyson Bajan to step in if Justin Fields does miss the extended time or, God forbid, the rest of the season? Let me know what you guys think on all that down below. Uh, but otherwise, make sure you guys are following the show at Shy Bear Central. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, chicagobearcentralgmail.com. And lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail for the mailbag, the number to do so, 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related, thanks to you guys. And like we like to end everything on, Shy Town up, but bear down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media. Media.